Hey everybody, how you doing today? Pastor Chip. Thank you for tuning in again. Hope your world's been going good. Hope life has been going good, as good as it can. And, uh, anybody been to the doctor lately? A little sick, maybe. Had to go to the doctor or the dentist. You ever go and get a diagnosis? Say a bad, a bad diagnosis. And and by bad, I don't mean it has to be terminal. I'm just saying you ever get bad news, something that you didn't agree on. Like I said, dentist or or, or a regular doctor. I mean, you might have gone to the dentist and he said, you know, you. You got a cavity, and you're like, I can't have a cavity. I, I floss, you know, every day, and I brush my teeth sixteen times a day, and I, and I use a mouthwash, and and you know, I sleep with a mouth guard, and, and I eat good food, and I can't have a, I can't have a cavity. It's not possible. I can't have a cavity. Or how about? You go to the doctor, and the doctor says, you know, I've listened to your lungs, and I've listened to your uh, your pulmonary system and all that stuff, and I've taken blood, and, and the blood work comes back and says you have a, a uh, something going on in your lungs that's not good, and it's whatever. And you say, well, that's not possible. I'm healthy. I, I do whatever. and I jog three times a week. And I don't smoke. And... But do you argue with them? Do you argue with the dentist? Do you argue with the doctor? Do you say, you know what? I you don't know what you're talking about. I can't believe I wasted my money to come in here and hear what you got to say. Most people don't. Why? Because they're the people that are trained. They've gone to medical school, spent years in training, learning and learning and more learning. And training, and they're the what we call SME, subject matter expert of their field, aren't they? I mean, if if you didn't care what a dentist said, why did you go to the dentist? And if your car is broke, you take it to a mechanic, don't you? I mean, you don't take it to the laundromat. Throw the parts in a washing machine. But yet there are people out there. I mentioned this the other day. Saw a guy on Facebook. I won't believe in God unless you can answer these two questions. Or I don't believe in God because he didn't save my granddaughter who died.
Yeah, I've heard both of those said. I know the people that said them. What gives us, you, if you're one of those people, what gives you the right to put conditions on God? See, this guy says, he said, uh, Bible says something about being the Word of God, being God. You show me where it says in the Bible that God is is the Word. And, and you know, first thing that came to my mind was John 1, 1. But you can't win an argument with these people, so I just didn't even engage. But John 1, 1 says, In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And then I know, I know. Somebody out there is going to say, I don't say anything about Jesus. Well, do you stop reading on that one verse? Do you hang on that one verse? So let's, the whole first 20-something verses or whatever, <coughs> excuse me, or about Jesus and John. But he goes on down and says, uh, He came to his own, and his own did not receive him. I know, that doesn't say Jesus, but if you read all of it, you can put it together. There's more verses that I'm not reading. But it says in John 1, 14, And the Word became flesh, and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Okay, so who's the only begotten? Full of grace and truth. Come on, tell me. Somebody speak up. Who's the only begotten? Oh, wait a minute. What is that verse? John... John what? John three sixteen? No, I ain't talking about wrestling either. John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Well, if the in the beginning was the Word and the Word was with God and the Word was God, and then The Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, full of grace. And John, said John 15, John bore witness of Him. When he cried out and said, This is He of whom I said, comes, He who comes after me is preferred before me, for He was before me. Is Can you not? You ever play connected dots? I mean, okay, you're this person that tells me you can prove to me where the word is Jesus in the Bible. I'll believe in it. You know, it's not an argument worth having. Your heart is hardened, and you got bigger problems and me showing you where a verse is, because you're not going to believe it anyway. Because Jesus says, 
over and just keep on going to John. I love John. Y'all ever read John? You should read John. If you're a new Christian and you haven't read the Bible, John is the book you should read first. It goes into the theology of Christ. And when you when you read it, don't just read it and not think about it. Read it and think about what it's saying. What it's conveying to you. Because in John 5, 39, he said Jesus is talking to the guys because they're judging him and they're giving him a hard time. He's talking to the Sadducees and the Pharisees. And he says, you search the scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life. And these are they which testify me. And which means he's saying, yeah, and the Bible testifies against me. And they think because they read the scripture, they keep the Sabbath holy, and do what Moses is saying in the five books, they think that's going to get them into heaven. But Jesus says, but you're not willing to come to me that you may have life. You see, the guy that says to me, I'll believe in the Bible when you show me, blah, blah, blah. You know what? You're looking in the wrong place. Your attitude is already wrong. You're already ugly to people. Being ugly, not you're not wanting to find anything. You see, the Bible is like a map. It doesn't have all the answers, but it shows you directions to get there. Jesus has all the answers. You see, he's the legend of the map. But he says in... in uh, 41, I do not receive honor from men, but I know you, that you do not have the love of God in you. You see, the people were questioning him, trying to debunk him, disprove him. They had the Bible, they had all these scriptures, they've been memorizing it, reading it for thousands of years, and when the uh, when the rubber met the road, when Jesus was born, just like Isaiah said, what'd they say? Prove it to me. The scriptures say this. Prove it to me. If you're really the son of man, heal this person. If you're really the son of man, do this. Prove it to me. Prove it to me. Prove it to me. Jesus spent his life hearing, show me. Prove it to me. It's not that he had, that he wasn't believable. It's that they didn't want to believe. The Son of Man is in your presence, healing people. You know, it's funny, Jesus could have made them all just drop dead at the snap of a finger, blink of an eye, probably at even just the thought and they want to question the guy that wrote the Bible. It says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God. And well, 
if Jesus is the Word and He's speaking of the Bible, He's quoting Himself. And these people go to Him for the answers. Like you go to the dentist and the doctor for your diagnosis. And the doctor says, you know what? You've got a bacterial infection. And I need you to go home. And I need you to get this medicine at the drugstore on the way home. And I need you to put it on three times a day. And change bandages. And keep it dry. And you're going to go, okay, thank you, doc. Sure, thank you. Or the dentist says, you know, you got to... You're going to get a cavity here if you don't fix this up. You need to floss those teeth. You know, you need to get them cleaned every six months. You need to use fluoride treatment. And you're going to go, okay, I'll do that. I'll do that. But people come wanting to argue Scripture. They want to know the Bible. And when you try and explain it to them, they go, no, that's not what it means. That's not what he's saying. That's not... That was written a long time ago, and they don't have first century. Uh, it's all translation of man. None of it's original. It's all corrupt. It's not King James. Yada, 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 yada. Excuses, excuses. They don't want to believe. You know, they've already decided in their heart that they're not going to believe in Jesus they're not going to believe in his word. But they just want to argue to hear themselves argue. Like my grandpa used to say, they'd argue with a fence post. There's a lot of people out there like that. And the sad thing is, there's going to be a lot of people left out of heaven because of that. Because what did Jesus say? But I know you... That you do not have the love of God in you. That you do not have the love of God. You know, if you had the love of God in you, you would talk and act a lot differently. You know, you wouldn't argue. You wouldn't scream and yell. Be ugly to people. Now, you know, I know sometimes things happen and traffic or you have a bad day or you lose your job but who do we go to when we have these issues we go to god who do we talk to we talk to god how do we talk to god we pray we work on that relationship with him we talk to him in the mornings when we're driving to work my friend Kendra, she listens to podcasts that I do and other things when she drives to work. It's just a quiet time when people have and they drive to work. Some people get up in the mornings and read their Bible and drink their coffee. I like to, I definitely like the coffee in the morning. I have to wake up. Um... There's a lot of things you can do, but are you seeking Him in the Scripture and wanting that relationship? Or are you reading the Bible trying to prove to yourself that you know the answers, the things that, that God wrote thousands of years ago 
by smart men to lay it all out for us. Are you that kind of person that thinks you got the answer for everything and you know it all and you argue with the preacher? That's pretty bad when you argue with the preacher. And they do it. Oh, they do it. I've had had it done with me several times. People argue with the preacher. I mean, you know, kind of like the doctor and the dentist. I went to the school. I went, learned everything that I try and retain in this pumpkin. And so here comes somebody that goes to church. And the only effort they put into to coming to church is to argue against you. Especially some of these older deacons. They think that they're God's gift to the church and that they're protecting the throne. No, the preacher was the man that was called to preach and went to school and is the subject matter expert. He's the voice piece of God. The instrument, the tool... Not you. A deacon a deacon is a servant. You're supposed to serve the pastor and the church. Yes, you are. Look it up. It's in Acts. That's what deacons do. But you know, you just love it. Somebody comes to you and says, Hey, preacher, let me ask you a question. You're like, oh, God, here we go again. I know where this is going. And especially if it gets to be that one person in the church that, you know, it's always, always. And they're okay. They have a little working knowledge of church, and that's not so bad. But like I said, it's those ones out here in the street. I'll believe in God when you can answer these questions. Well, you know what? I'm sorry. It's not my responsibility to account for an answer for your salvation. You need to work that out with God yourself. I've given you the map. And Jesus is just waiting to come into your life if you just believe. But people will argue and fight tooth and nail. Just love to make people look like they're wrong or put people down. So, this week, think about it. While you're riding and driving and encountering life and work, whatever, just think about it. Think about the scriptures. Think about Jesus. Think about Him coming for us. Think about God giving the only Son that He had to die on a cross so that we could have eternal life. I tell you what. I tell people if there ain't nobody that in the world that can understand what I'm going through except for God. Because He hung His Son, Jesus, on a cross for me.
and he knows what I've gone through with my <clears throat> my wife. And the same with everybody else. He knows the struggles that we have. So, you want the answers? First thing you got to do is have a little faith. And this is Pastor Chip. God bless you. Thank you for listening. I hope you're having a good one. Be safe. And tune in again tomorrow. Goodbye.